Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now, today's message from Senior Pastor John Lofton. I want to preach from the subject today, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. I'm going to show you this slide. She was a 17-year-old girl when she died. Her father cut out her tongue and burned her alive. What was her crime? And why did this man kill his own daughter in the most horrific way imaginable? He was a Saudi Arabian official who worked with the Commission for the Promotion of Virtue and Prevention of Vice. In other words, uh, this man was the religious police of Saudi Arabia. And when his daughter became a Christian, he butchered and murdered her. So what have this to do with Apple and Starbucks? Both of these companies blasted Americans, blasted Americans, and even threatened to pull out of North Carolina because we refuse to compromise on our moral standards. They blasted America because we were discriminating against lesbians and gays. Blasted us, vocal about it. Tim Cook, who is an openly gay CEO of Apple, wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post stating, now you gotta hear the words of this guy. He said, there's something very dangerous happening in the states across the country. I will agree with him. But I agree with something different than what he says is dangerous. America's businesses, business community recognizes a long time ago that discrimination in all of its forms is bad for business. He said, at Apple, we are in business to empower and enrich our customers' lives. We strive to do business in a way that is just, you hear the words, and fair. Somebody say just and fair. So this man purports that uh, he's the king on diversity. So I had to pull the numbers because the numbers don't lie. Let's just see how diverse Apple is. Mind you, you want to see that? See, I'm here to expose the hypocrisy of some of these companies. This is just two of them. I got so much research on all of them. And as far as I'm concerned, every one of them can leave. Because for everyone that leaves, there will be other companies that come in. You better believe when you stand for God, God will make sure that this state is protected. This is the 2015 annual report that I pulled from the government, so it doesn't lie. These are the numbers. I know they're less gibberish. I'm going to break it down for you. These are the actual numbers that they reported to the government. Here we go. The report reflects Apple's 72,494 U.S. employees, about 110 worldwide, as of August 2015. 62% are white. 17% are Asian. 11% Hispanic. 8.7% black, but they're diverse. Do you see any diversity in those numbers? I I don't. Oh, let's go a little bit deeper. There are 103 people in their executive team, on their executive team. 73 males, 9 white, 
two Asian, one black, no Hispanics, 13 females, three are white, two are Asian, no black or Hispanic on their executive team. But they are the king on diversity and fairness and inclusion. Bunch of liars, hypocrites. I call it like I see it. Now, I had to put this statement here because I'm not sure how many of these people are really identify as male and female. So those numbers could very well be skewed because when you got the head of the company that's an open homosexual, and I'm just willing to talk about it as a pastor because everybody, all churches got their little hand over their mouth. <gasps> we can't talk about it. Oh, we better talk about it because it's blatantly in our faces. And if you don't deal with it, it's coming to your house. I don't see any diversity or inclusion. You mean to tell me there's not more Hispanics and blacks that are smart? Uh, y'all, why y'all getting quiet on me now? I'm giving you the truth here. These are the numbers. They don't lie. At least, uh, well, if they did, they lied to the government. All right, let me give you something else then. Howard Schultz is an outspoken advocate for gay rights. He's the CEO of Starbucks. He stated this. Those who support traditional marriage. Look, let's see. It's, it's even, it's, yeah, stop reading. I shouldn't have put it up there yet. <laughs> okay, y'all already read it. So how many, how many Starbucks fans? Now, don't lie. How many of you like Starbucks? Just tell the truth. Shame the devil. Come on. All right. All right. That's okay. You like Starbucks. Okay. Do you realize if you hold to traditional values, they said they don't want you in their store? They said they don't need you. They got good Wi-Fi. They got good Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> we have a wireless God, too. <laughs> I'm from the ghetto. I'm pretty quick. <laughs> Isn't this amazing? Now, I'm, I'm, listen, let me, just, let me just give you this caveat. I'm not here to talk bad or badger any company or any person, but I am here to give you truth. Because when you hear me and I say, I'm standing with our governor, I'm not standing with him because he's Republican. Oh, by the way, the bill was bipartisan. It wasn't a Republican bill. It was Republicans and Democrats that passed it. So I just want to set the record straight so that you won't be out there following something you know nothing about. Because a lot of this, this, this agenda is about keeping people stupid. And they want you in the dark so that you can follow darkness. And I just happen to be one of those that's going to expose. See, the Bible says light exposes the darkness. Didn't, you, didn't I just read it to you? We're to expose the unfruitful works of darkness. I can't do that following behind something behind somebody that says, oh, you guys are mean. You're just not diverse enough. It's the, uh-uh. Wait a minute. Let me just see how diverse you are. So these same two companies who claim that they are for gay rights, 
They have stores all over Saudi Arabia. Now, let me just tell you about Saudi Arabia. The same two American companies who don't like traditional moral values in America has stores all over Saudi Arabia who behead homosexuals. The hypocrisy. They, this father, there was no repercussions for this father. Because if there's anyone in a family who proclaims to be Christian, they have full latitude to do whatever they want to do to them. And the government in Saudi Arabia will do absolutely nothing. The same two companies that try to say that they're all about diversity and inclusion. They are for gays, but only when it's convenient. Now, a lot of you ain't going to like this message. I do not care. <laughs> truth is still truth, and I'm going to still teach truth even when you get up and go. Why? Because you can leave it when you hear it, but one day you're going to have to deal with it. The Bible puts it this way. I read it all over the place. You're going to learn about God by revelation or by tribulation. But I will just give you some revelation so you can learn about what's actually going on in our society today. And so you don't get behind CNN or Fox News or all these other places who only give you half truths anyway. I don't need an investigative reporter to tell me that it's bad in the world. I know it's bad. All I got to do is read the Bible. But the Bible put it this way, where sin abound, grace does much more abound. I don't care about the darkness. I'm trying to teach you to turn the light on. But if the whole church is dark, and like I was preaching last week, you got to take all the dome out through the dome gate. Otherwise, you'll be dropping your little dome in the church, slipping on it. Waste is sin. And if the church refuses to deal with sin, the sin will metastasize in a church. And guess what? Just like cancer, it will eat the church from the inside out. There will be no anointing. There will be nobody getting saved. There will be nobody getting healed. The place will be packed, but nobody will be impacted. Now, I'm not knocking any church. Y'all know my heart. I don't talk bad about pastors or churches. I'm just saying we as a church got to do better. I'm only dealing with Covenant Community Church. Because there is coming a day when you will see me on the news. And there is no doubt if they ask me a specific question, you already know, oh, they asking the wrong one now. I put my britches on just like any man. No man puts fear in my heart. I don't care what kind of title they got. I don't care what kind of news person they are. I don't care what kind of money they got. Don't care what kind of community that they live in. You ask me a direct question about the Bible, I will give you a direct answer. It doesn't matter how many people I'm going to have in this church. I can have 10. I can have 20,000. None of that is going to skew the way I view the word of God. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And if God says no, he means no. 
The reality is churches have gotten too silent. And we're going to have to speak up. Somebody said we got to speak up. See, the louder they protest, the louder we should declare their hypocrisy and duplicity. Because that's exactly what it is. And I wish we had more people exposing these companies for who they are. They don't like gays and homosexuals. They like their bottom line. And if you don't really know what's, what the underpinnings are with the human rights campaign, you need to look these people up. There is an index in corporate America that the human rights people are over. They are all gay. They, they judge companies based on their diversity program. And they don't want their numbers to drop because they will look bad to them. Is this there? I'm just telling you the truth. I'm, I'm in the bank. They've never asked me to be a part of their diversity and inclusion. Never. Never. Why? Because they know, don't mess with John. If you want to know truth, I'm going to give you truth. So I can't be a pastor sitting behind this unbelieving reporter, and he cynically asks me, well, pastor, what do you feel about homosexuality? I am not going to have to go all the way around my elbow to get to my knee. What I will do is have my Bible in my hand and say, sir, it really don't matter what I believe. But the Bible says it's wrong. <laughs> Drop my Bible, walk out. <laughs> Just like that. You know what? Then he's got to deal with truth. Because it really don't matter how I feel about it. But what matters is, what does God say about it? See, because that community would tell you, well, pastor, you know, I'm at peace with God. And, and that might be true. I mean, okay, I, I, granted, okay, you at peace with God. I, I, yeah, okay, oh, awesome. <laughs> but the question is, is God at peace with you? Because to me, that would be more important. Amen? Now listen, I know if anybody in that, in that community hear this message, they're going to say I'm purporting hate. Actually, I'm purporting love. Love confronts. And I'm willing to confront the issue. Head on. I'm down and I'm ready. I just happen to be the one that's willing to take the ball and run with it. Now, you can go with us. Or you're going to be run over by them. The Bible's clear. You're either for me. Is this making sense at all? Yes. This is not a hateful message. So if anybody's listening to this by podcast and you live in that lifestyle, I love you with all of my heart. But I love you enough to tell you the truth. Amen. Write this down. When reality acquiesces to carnal opinions, it leads to social chaos. See, see, my wife said this. She's bringing that word on me, man. I was like, girl, you better preach that thing. But doesn't that make sense? You can hashtag that enough is enough. But doesn't that make sense? 
that when reality acquiesces to carnal opinions, it leads to social chaos? Does this make sense? Oh, I saw two heads. All right, since, since I got to convince you, put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on. Let me just read some stuff to you here. When you have a, na- a man named Bruce Jenner who changed his name to Caitlin and is awarded Woman of the Year, this is an example of transgender. It's transgender. That's what they call it. So you mean to tell me that there was not one other woman? I'm I'm just going there. Can I go there? Now, I'm saved. I'm not blind. I can just go into uptown and see. Oh, there's one. There's oh, there's another. There's one. You mean there is not any other women? That can be named woman of the year? They had to find a man? Are we that desperate? It's social chaos. See, this is what happens when a society rejects God. You become your own God. And when you become your own God, you try to transform into something you was never created to be. Let me give you some more. You have a white woman named Rachel Dolezal, identifies herself as a black woman, gets a job in a black organization, the NAACP. That's an example of transracial. (laughs) See, I'm, I'm saying this, and I know it sounds crazy, but this is how crazy it is. So this must be transracial. Now, I guarantee you, you watch how some people start talking about transracial. You are. Why? It's run amok. Now, let me just tell you, biologically, two white people can't have a black baby. Science! <laughs> right? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm just talking, guys. I'm not here to preach today. I'm here to talk. Biologically, two white people can't have a black baby. Her parents are white. I mean, lily white. I mean, like they have a tan. They literally, anybody saw them? They lily white. They like white, white. All right. And you ain't like that one. Let me give you another one. It ain't going to get any better. I'm telling you right now. You have a 30-year-old woman named Jewel Shooping who was not happy with her body, so she purposely poured drain cleaner in her eyes So that she would be blind and says she has never been happier. Yeah, this is is real life stuff I'm telling you here. You know what I call that? No. Listen to me close. Transabled. She's not disabled. She's... You have a 50-year-old man. (laughs) He's a 50-year-old man who not only says he's a woman, 
But he says he's a six-year-old girl. <laughs> this is true. He's in Pittsburgh. It's true. It's true. It's true. Now, this is an example of crazy. That's trans crazy. <laughs> he had a family with six children. He left that family, and another family adopted him. He dresses like a little six, 50. He dresses like a six-year-old girl and acts like a six-year-old girl. This is social chaos. I couldn't find one. I just said he was trans crazy. You have a young woman in Norway who believes she's a cat trapped in a woman's body. I call this trans feline. This is social chaos, people. You have a 44-year-old unemployed computer tech who identifies himself as a dog named Boomer and actually eats dog food from a bowl and tried to get his name changed to Boomer the Dog. I call this trans canine. I kid you not, this is, this is happening, saints. This, this is really happening in our world. Now, I want to give you a warning before I show you this next slide. I want you to prepare yourself. I debated about showing you this slide. I really did. I, I, I almost took it out. But I wanted to show you this. Before I show it to you, I'm going to tell you about this person. This is real. There's a man in Arizona. His name is Richard Hernandez. He was a man, had a sex change to be a woman, but now he wants to be a dragon. Brace yourself. He's a good-looking man. It's real. He wants to be a dragon. He had his ears surgically removed. He had his nose surgically flattened. They actually chopped his nose off. You can see the two, his nasal passages here. He had horns put on. And this is all tattoos, his whole face. That's a handsome man right there. Saints of God, this is our society running amok. So my question to you is this. Let me move that because get y'all off of that. I'm going to put that up there. I'm not going to go there yet. My question to you is this. Where does it stop if we don't stop it? If the church does not intervene, who stops this? If we don't speak now, we will have to forever hold our peace. God has called us, saints of God, to be a light. I read it to you. Jesus said, I want you to be salt and I want you to be light. Let me just break that down for you for a second. Salt is an influencer. 
salt transforms things, i.e., you can use salt on snow. That's why they put it out there. Why? Because it transforms the snow. Salt is also used as a preservative. You can preserve meat with it. See, this is why he called us salt. Because when you put salt on meat, it keeps the meat from getting rotten. He called us salt because he wants to rub us into this society so we can prevent the society from becoming rotten. But one thing about being rubbed, there's a lot of friction. And sometimes we, we are being rubbed and we say, God, I don't want the rubbing. He's trying to put you in society. You say you, you in a place and you go all of this darkness in this place. He's trying to rub you in. Jesus says that if you lose your saltiness. Now, let me give you science. Salt can never really lose its saltiness. Unless it's contaminated with something else. The reason the church can't really be rubbed into the community right now is because the church is being contaminated by another substance. Are you still with me here? Again, I'm not here to preach today, but I am here to give you truth. The church is at a critical impasse right now. I'm telling you spiritually what I know spiritually. We are at a critical impasse, and we have got to stop playing church. A concert is not going to help people. And if I hear another thing about Prince, I will. Rest in peace. How you know that brother's saved? If he ain't saved, ain't no rest for him. Yeah, and if he was a Jehovah's Witness, then a Jehovah's Witness don't believe in the sacrificial lamb of Jesus Christ. If you understand what religions believe. But I don't know. He could have got saved before he died. But I'm not going to sit here and speculate. That's why I'm not going to ever do a funeral if I don't know how you've been living. I ain't going to ever say you're in a better place and you've been sinning. You get somebody else to do that funeral. I'll attend. But I'm not going to do the eulogy because I ain't going to lie to people. I would never ever say somebody's in a better place and I don't know. Oh, no, no. Away with all of that mess with pastor. You know, they were really struggling. Yeah, I know it. But were they saved? Well, you know, pastor, how, well, I do know how it is. But uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll do the eulogy, but I will never say they're in a better place. Because the essence of a funeral is not for the dead. There is absolutely nothing you can do for people who are dead. You can say rest in peace. You can put some pretty little purple stuff out there, but it is not going to help him. He's not coming back. He is not at Walmart with, with, with the rest of them. Y'all know, Tupac, Elvis. They're not down in the Bahamas. No, they ain't down there. They still talking about Tupac living. Tupac ain't living. He's dead. From the cradle to the grave. <laughs> I don't know how I know that. <laughs> that was BC. That was before Christ. 
So, my friends, I'm done. That's all I wanted to share, and I'm going to share this, this text here. I, 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 these, these next couple of Sundays, it's going to be just like this. I just want to talk a little bit because uh, I'm fed up. So, I'm not preaching. I'm really fussing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just fussing right now because I'm a little um, dissatisfied with where the church is today because it seems as though the church is now capitulating to the culture. Now you have well-known evangelicals who pastor mega churches who are now saying that there's nothing wrong with being a homosexual. Even though the Bible is very clear that it's not just homosexuality, it's wrong being a liar, a thief, a fornicator. All that is in the Bible. There is no sin greater than any other. Homosexuality is the same as lying. If you're a lying rascal, you're a thieving joker, you, you just like anybody else, you, you're sinning. So we got to understand in the church that just because people are doing it, they don't make them any worse people. Matter of fact, all the ones we know, they're very loving people, smart people, can get some things done, right? But just because they are that, that doesn't mean that I can sit back and just let everything happen. I can't do it. I won't do it. Now, everybody that knows us that are living that life, they know we love them for real. There's nothing uh, disingenuous about my love for the homosexual community. As a matter of fact, I have wept in prayer over them. Because my heart goes out to them because they don't know who they are. They might think they do, but they really don't know. So the church has to get to a point to where we weep for them and stop pointing fingers at them. And if there's any homosexual person listening to this podcast, I invite you to this church. But you need to understand one thing and make this very crystal clear. I am going to teach the truth, but I'm going to love you regardless of the decisions that you make. Amen. Amen. This prayer is in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verses 29 to 31. I wanted to give you this, and we're done. Now the Lord looked on their, now Lord, look on our enemies, or their enemies, which is the enemies of God's service, threats, and grant to your servants that with all boldness we may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. My prayer for all of you that are attending today was that God through this message, will fill you with boldness. I'm going to tell you this, not to scare you, but I'm going to tell you this. If you don't get bold about your belief in Jesus Christ, you're going to get punked out. If you don't speak now, you will forever have to hold your peace. If we don't speak up now, they're going to change the Constitution to freedom from religion, not freedom of religion. 
And if you think I'm playing, you just sit back and do nothing and watch what take place. 20 years ago, you would have never, never thought I would be reading about people like this. 20 years ago, you would have never thought that we had an issue about who's supposed to be going to the bathroom. You got an outer male, any female. That's pretty clear. But now we got to have a debate and the NBA got to get involved. And you don't even have transgender bathrooms in all of your facilities. The hypocrisy. Now the NBA is going to be playing in Cuba. Wait a minute. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. Let me just pause right there because I'm on my, I'm fussing. That's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. If you came to hear preaching, I have to apologize to you. It ain't going to be no preaching for the next few Sundays, so you can come back after that. But I'm going to be fussing. I'm going to be fussing. I'm going to be fussing for the next three Sundays because I'm fed up. I'm fed up with the, where the church is, and we're going to have to get better. We're going to have to get smarter, and we're going to have to be much bolder. Nobody should ever intimidate you not to say the name of Jesus where you work. I tell them all the time, get away from me if you don't want to hear it. Wait a minute, you came to my cube. Well, I got my Bible, my stuff out. Wait a minute, if you don't like it, get away from me. Otherwise, I lay hands on you, get saved up in here, you better watch it. Hello? we got to get bolder. Amen? Amen? So let me ask you this question. How many of you say to yourself right now, say, you know what, Pastor? I do need to get bolder about my stand with Jesus. I've been, let me just be honest, I've been scared, I've been scared, afraid, I've been scared. People might, they might not like me. But everybody want to be liked. If I say something, then they ain't going to like me. If I say something, they ain't going to invite me to lunch anymore. That's why I go to lunch by myself. <laughs> uh, praise God. Well, I go to lunch with my bride, right? Who wants that boldness? Stand to your feet. I want you to write these verses down in your Bible somewhere, in your notes somewhere. And I, I, I would like for you to begin to pray this in your life every day. We're going to have to take a stand, saints. We're going to have to get bold about our relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm going to share this last scripture, and we're going to pray, and we're out of here. There's one verse, one text in the Bible that Jesus says, If you are afraid of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven. You don't need to have a theological degree to understand that text. Clearly, it says, if we are ashamed of Jesus here before man, mere man, Jesus said, I'll be ashamed of you in heaven. Now, that's the Bible, saints. Apostle Paul said in Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it is the power of God unto salvation. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. If you're saved, that's awesome. If you're not saved, I want to pray for you today. 
just a simple prayer. And I don't claim to think that everybody's saved. I think that some people lose their way sometimes. That happens with all of us. But there are, there are other people who claim to be saved, but they really don't know what it is. So if you're in this house right now and you want to be saved, let me see your hand. Let me just pray for you. Just a simple prayer. I want to make sure that you understand that if you died today, you know where you're going. Show of hands. Or you might have lost your way. And you've been on the wrong path for a while and you know it because inside, you know your inside is all tore up. You know when you've been on the wrong path. You don't need a church for that. You already know when you made bad choices. If that's you, I want to pray for you. Let me see your hand. Okay? All right? Got two. Any more? Three, four. Got it. Okay? Awesome. Awesome. This is amazing. This is what church is all about. It's not embarrassing you. This is about getting you back on track with God. That, that's the only thing important to me is getting people back on track with God. I am not about embarrassing people. But listen, you know what you just did when you raised your hands? You told Jesus, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I don't care who sees this. I'm not ashamed. I want to be right with you, Lord. Amen? So now, I'm going to pray this prayer of boldness on you. For some of you, it's going to come right away. But for some others, you're going to be put in places. I'm just telling you what I saw in my spirit. Some of you are going to be put in places where you're going to have an opportunity to take a stand and you're going to have to make a choice. I won't ever know about it unless you tell me. But I'm telling you now, it's going to happen. Now, you can cry all the way home. I know that was my opportunity. <laughs> you're going to have to repent to him. I would never know you. You probably would never tell me because you don't want me to be right. And that's okay. I really don't care. But you're going to be put in a situation where you're going to have to stand for Jesus. All right, bow your heads. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this word. I pray, Father God, that the people of God here heard my heart, Lord, and I pray that it wasn't offensive too much for people, Lord. I just pray, Father God, that they understand how critical it is in this day and in this society that we stand for truth. Father, I want to pray the prayer of boldness upon each and every person by the sound of my voice from the top of their heads to the soles of their very feet. Father, I pray that the spirit of boldness would come upon them. I pray right now, Father, that Jesus would stretch forth his arm to touch them and that signs and wonders will be released through them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, that from this day forward, they will never, ever be afraid to be who they are. And that's a Christian. Sold out for God. Saved. Following his precepts. Reading his word. Worshiping him for who he is. For he, he is the first and the last. The beginning and the end. We hope you've been blessed by today's powerful teaching. Thank you for your continued prayers and financial support of this ministry. Visit us in person at 5805 West Highway 74 in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's near Lowe's Hardware. Or you can find us on the web at www.changeatc3.org. That's change, C-H-A-N-G-E-A-T-C, the number three, dot org. Or call us at 
7368. Covenant Community Church, where the truth is revealed.